Hey, hey, friends. To be fair, life can feel like a mess with too little time. But on this podcast, we think through the challenges and make thoughtful everyday decisions. My name is Amy Kay, and this is To Be Fair. Thank you so much for listening today. This is episode number eight of To Be Fair, and we are focusing today on reducing waste in our everyday lives. Whenever I hear reducing or recycling, truly I get an instant flood of guilt. It's totally true. I think the reason is, is that there's always so much more that I could be doing to live in a way that is more environmentally friendly. It's like I can never do enough. But I hear myself say those words about how I think, and I know that it's absolutely ridiculous. If you have any of the same feelings, though, I invite you to breathe with me, breathe and know that what you are doing is good, just as what I am doing is good. And here on To Be Fair, we steer clear of any layering on of guilt. I think we have enough of that in our own minds and in our culture. We don't need it here. So on this podcast, as I said earlier, and I do at the beginning of every single show, we think through the challenges and make thoughtful everyday decisions. We try not to beat ourselves up over what we aren't doing. We just breathe and we give ourselves grace when we fall short of where we want to be or what we want to do. Here we celebrate the good and we inch ourselves more in that direction. So too is the same today with our reducing. I have been loving recently reading more about the 14th Dalai Lama. He is a wise Buddhist monk who has spent his life encouraging us to live with love and compassion as our core. Recently, as a birthday present, one of his friends, who is a writer, was asked to write a book and to put into words some of the essential teachings of the Dalai Lama. It's called A Force for Good, the Dalai Lama's Vision for Our World by Dr. Daniel Goleman. The Dalai Lama believes that if we all just did one thing, a little something to make the world a better place, the difference would be amazing. And then if the next year we all would try to do just another thing, a little bit more to make the world a better place, the difference would be exponentially amazing. Just little change by little change. That's how the world will get better. I absolutely love his perspective. So we can silence our perfectionist minds, my friends, and know that even the Dalai Lama says to just do one thing, just do something. Just do a little thing better for the world, and it will make a difference. Okay, then, so what is the little thing we can do to reduce our impact on the environment? We all have different starting points here, but I wonder if a common denominator for us all might be thinking of one single-use item that we could eliminate from our usage, or at least just greatly reduce, right? I grew up on Ziplocs and Saran Wrap, my friends. And I use Ziplocs. I still do. And there's no washing out those things and reusing them like my sweet mom used to do. Well, I mean, she washed out the gallon-sized ones for reusing them on the farm. There was even this, like, drying rack thing that we would stick them on. The bigger ones were more special and deemed washable. But even if I had one of those very special two-gallon-sized zips, which I have had before in my life, I still wouldn't wash it out and reuse it. I never feel like I can get them completely clean and it kind of grosses me out. 
So one day, a few years ago, it connected the fair trade store that I have. Our manager, Carrie, was getting her lunch. Now, Carrie is super conscientious about everything. She eats really well. She does everything really well. And I was teasing her about her lunch, probably including an orange and some cucumber spears. And she proudly and maybe even indignantly for her held up a little glass container with two oatmeal cookies in it she was going to eat cookies yes she was and although I you know I I bet that she used applesauce to make those cookies instead of oil but (laughs) she was really proud of eating cookies so I laughed and laughed but not just because she was so um proud of like proving me wrong with this dessert I had never seen two cookies in such a cute little glass container it absolutely struck me and I remember sitting there on the floor just giggling in the back room you see I would have just grabbed a ziploc for myself Carrie kind of cocked her head to a little bit to the side and said something kind about how she tries not to use ziplocs if she doesn't need to I swear to you it was an epiphany right there in the back of the store there are other things to use besides Ziplocs. (laughs) So then Carrie, because she is so extremely kind and lovely, she bought me a set of glass storage containers with lids for my birthday. A few years later, I can confidently say that I love those things. And I bought more for myself and I use them every single day. I still use Ziplocs, but it's much less often. All I needed was the right alternative to a single-use item, and it wasn't hard at all to start making that change. I think that is a key, my friends, having the right stuff so that it's easy to reduce the single-use things that we toss so quickly. Okay, then, so here are seven options in case you are up for this challenge with me of reducing like one single-use item. But now truly remember the Dalai Lama. It's okay to just pick one thing, not all seven. Please don't feel like you have to go all in and then start feeling overwhelmed and then do nothing. Just do a little something. So here's some options. that, And maybe none of these options are what's right for you. Come up with your own. But here's just maybe a, a launching point for you. So the first I've already touched on is glass containers with lids. I am truly the living testimony for this one. Now there is no need for saran wrap and fewer needs for Ziplocs. Or there are these silicone zip top bags that I've seen, and I've never used them, but I'm wondering if it would be good for my son's school lunches for next year. Maybe that'll be next year's little thing that I'll change. I just haven't quite bit yet. If you have and you like them, ooh, please let me know. Number two is beeswax wraps. Carrie has been wanting us to carry these in the store for over a year now because she loves them so much herself. It's basically reusable saran wrap. It's not quite as like sticky, like sort of functions a little differently, but um, the use is the same. And I'm sure we'll start selling these by the fall, but for now you can find them at many farmers markets, some big box stores even have them now, and certainly they're online. Beeswax wraps, if you want to look it up. And I should put this in the podcast notes. I'll do that for the show. Number three is reusable produce bags. These are so fantastic because I used to hate pulling off those little plastic bags all the time in the grocery store, putting the fruit or the veggies in there, and then just instantly tossing them when I get home. But these are like mesh or cotton produce bags, and they're 
totally easy to use. Some of them you can even see through. So um, the checkers don't have to open up everything. But it doesn't matter if they do have to glance because it's all super fast in the big scheme of things. And then you just bring um, the bags home and you can either store the stuff in them in the fridge or just you know take the stuff out and then toss them back into the reusable bags that you're already going to take to the store with you next time so they're ready to go or if they need to be washed they can be because they're washable and it's just fantastic so reusable produce bags are a total winner number four is stainless steel drinking straws i totally love straws i do i have my whole life but I saw this video of a turtle with a straw stuck way up its nose. And that was, that was the last straw for me. Not funny about the turtle. Funny that I actually just did something funny with words. But seriously, I love straws, but they're so wasteful. And they, they are not good for the environment in any way. But then a friend gave me a stainless steel straw for my birthday. And Eureka! It was like a glorious day. We could have our straw and not contribute to waste or poor sea creatures with straws stuck up their noses. Stainless steel straws, friends. Best buy ever. And they come with this little like uh, brush thingy that you can stick up in there or you can buy them separately um, to clean them out. So yay for no gross germs in there. Okay, number five is wool dryer balls. This is the one thing on this list that we really do have at the store. Women in Nepal felt dryer balls so that we can eliminate the need for dryer sheets. So you, depending on the size of the load of laundry, you just toss a few balls in and then like it takes the um, static out, makes the clothes soft. And you can get these at all kinds of stores. But if you want to see our fairly traded option, they are on our website at connectedfairtrade.com. You can get them at any store though, you know. You don't have to get them from us, but just in case you want to, there it is for you. <laughs> Number six, this is a funny one, but it's so true. Crappy cloth towels. That's right, the crappier, the better, because when we have crappy towels, we don't mind using them for crappy things that might stain them or be like so gross overall that you wanna trash them. So I have crappy cloths um, upstairs in our family bathroom and I have them downstairs in the kitchen just with all my normal towels and I use them in place of any time that I would have grabbed paper towels in the past. So I really hardly ever have to use paper towels anymore. I still keep them around just in case but they're in an inconvenient spot so that they're not at the top of my mind to ever grab when something spills or when there's something disgusting to need to deal with. Instead, I have these cut up pieces of old material that I don't mind wiping on the floor or whatever and then tossing into the laundry to be used for the next gross thing to be wiped up. So crappy cloth towels. I'm not even kidding. I think they're great. Number seven, the last one is probably the easiest. It's reusable cups or mugs. We can do it, friends. We can get in the habit of always remembering our reusable water bottle so we don't have to use single-use water bottles. For a long time, I didn't really like using reusable water bottles, like actually like my own personal water bottle that I take everywhere, because they felt weird in my mouth or something. I don't know. It's probably a little goofy. I'm goofy in this way, but I just don't like to drink out of plastics. The same friend who gave me the straw <laughs> gave me a nice water bottle, and since then... I have used it daily. I've never looked back. 
and then I bought one exclusively for my tea drinking habit. And I love them both so much that sometimes I'm double fisting my beverages when I'm leaving the house. <laughs> it's a good thing there are two cup holders in my vehicle. I wonder if that is the key for some of us, though, is finding the right kind of travel container that we actually like to use. In our family, we also use um, like glass jars, like mason jars to drink out of at home. And occasionally I'll mix myself a little adult beverage and just screw on the top of the jar and take it like that on the walk to my girlfriend's house for happy hour. <laughs> now that I'm saying that out loud, I hope it's not illegal to do it. But she only lives a few blocks away and the jar is usually in my bag. I'm not actually sure if that makes it legal or not. Anyway, the point here is that it's an easy, reusable thing to drink out of, and my lips like glass. They do. So find what you like, or be like my friend, and start giving these types of things as gifts. That is an awesome idea. I have just, I have loved that gift to myself, and I too should be giving those types of things away. Spread the reusing capabilities around liberally, my friends. There are just seven ideas, and if you do all of these already, I'm confident you can think of one additional little thing that you can change that will be better for our planet. Unless I guess you are a zero-waste person already, and if that is the case, I completely bow down to you. Zero-waste people are crazy amazing, and the whole idea is completely intimidating to me, honestly. Zero-waste is, that is big time. Like no toothpaste containers because they make their own toothpaste and just put it in jars with lids. No normal toilet paper, nothing out of a plastic container, like nothing, like makeup, uh, nothing, nothing. <laughs> that would just be amazing. And I know it's possible because there are the people, but whoa, I'm just going to keep inching better over here and invite you to do the same with me wherever you are on the spectrum. Some wise people say that we should just lean into an area that we want to change. There's an author named um, Kathy Freston who wrote a book called Quantum Wellness. And in it, she talks about this leaning into places we want to change. Her main thing is that if we have an awareness of something, if we have something near the top of our minds, then that thing is easier for us to change. So for instance, I don't know that I explained that well. I have been thinking about reducing my single use stuff in the kitchen a lot throughout the last couple of weeks as I've been approaching um, this show. And just having it on the top of my mind has caused me time and time again to redirect myself. Like I start to reach for the drawer that has the Ziplocs. <laughs> and then I stop and reconsider and think of something else that I could put the leftovers or travel munchies in. And it's always good. Like I always have that other thing to use. And I feel a little successful each time I do that, I will say. I think this is a hilarious story, but I'm not sure if my friend would agree. I love to cook. And now that my family structure has changed, I'm sometimes alone. And it's not as fun to cook by myself. So sometimes friends will come over and cook with me. It's been great fun because I'm learning all kinds of new cooking things. Anyway, one evening, a friend came over to cook supper with me and there was extra cheese grated, which is hardly ever possible because I love cheese so much. But we somehow had managed to grade too much cheese. So I pulled out one of those very containers that Carrie gave me that I talked about at the beginning of the show, a tiny little glass container and had sat it by the plate with the grated cheese on it, but I didn't make it clear to my friend that the leftover cheese was going to go into that container. And later we were cleaning up and my friend grabbed a Ziploc to store the extra cheese in. And I swear I practically shouted, no, 
that container is for the cheese. <laughs> oh my word, I am not exaggerating. It's amazing that I have any friends. Anyway, I, I have leaned into the subject enough that I've been able to make different decisions pretty easily. Kathy Freston would be proud. And she might also tell me to be nicer to my friends. So let's do it, friends. Let's lean in. Let's do one something to reduce our waste for the good of the planet. It's relatively easy in our day of age. It's just like getting ourselves in the habit of something else. We need to just decide to do one little something. Maybe use glass containers for leftovers. Beeswax wraps instead of saran wrap. Reusable produce bags. A stainless steel straw. Dryer balls from ConnectedFairTrade.com, maybe. <laughs> Crappy cloths instead of paper towels and travel cups or mugs. One of those or something else. May you find your thing and lean into it. My thoughts are with you as you think through your own daily lives and your choices. Until next week, take good care, my friends. I'm Amy Kay, and this has been To Be Fair. To be fair.